0: Welcome to the Chell Stars podcast, everyone. I am Corey. With me is Aaron and Max. Uh, just the three of us today, Mikey and Kyle, are away. But not to worry, we have a shorter episode for you today. We're going to be, uh, Aaron will be rounding up the recent news and the first uh, week of action in the NHL for us. And then Max is going to hit us with some uh, trivia later on in the show. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's get things started. Let's go to Aaron.
1: Yeah, thank you, Corey. I feel like it's kind of a jinx to say it's a shorter episode. I think every time we say (laughs) that, it goes really, really long. But we'll see if we can keep it not too drawn out today. Um, Yeah, we're exactly a week into the season now here. Our last episode being exactly a week ago, right before the Canucks first game. Um, so what we're going to kind of do here is just go through teams that have had interesting starts, whether that be good or bad, um, give our thoughts on those, and just touch on some of the injuries that have happened over the last week, because there have been a lot more than usual. Um, this probably will be a little bit of our overreactions to starts <laughs> that probably don't mean anything in the long term, so we're just going to keep that in mind, but it'll be a pretty boring episode if we just all thought logically in the long term, so we'll see how this goes. Um, First up, of course, we have to touch on Vancouver because this will probably be the most in-depth discussion we do. Um, So obviously Vancouver playing three games so far this season, off to a really great start against Edmonton, back-to-back wins, 8-1, then 4-3. And then we had the game against the Flyers where things really went downhill. They lost 2-0. It was just not a good game for the Canucks. Demko played really well. Um, but the rest of the team not so much Um, we'll get into some quotes from Talkett's press conference in a second here but i just want you guys to give your overall thoughts on the canucks after their first three games here maybe max you can start us off
2: yeah i also was gonna point out it feels weird starting this episode where i'm not doing like the news
1: yeah, it's true. <laughs> Taken over.
2: I have been relegated to <laughs> trivia at the end of the episode. Hey, that's the best part. That- it is. <laughs> I don't have to embarrass myself because I'm the host. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, we can start with, I mean, Corey will give his takes too, but overall I'd say I'm still impressed with their start in a weird way because um, Edmonton is Edmonton. I feel like the last three or four years we've always faced them in the first game of the season and i especially last year where they referenced it where they blew I think a three or four goal lead but they always get smoked I feel like and this year more than ever I feel like a a good start was really important for them and talk it has been preaching that for a while and with them being now two games into their five game road trip at least getting one win off the board and Edmonton was a good start uh, it's going to be a tough one now. I believe it's Tampa, Tampa, Florida, Nashville. Yes. Remaining, which are tough games. Uh, but, you know, so far I'm liking it. So um, mm-hmm. some really good performances. And I think easily our MVP of the week has to be Demko. And, uh, yeah, I'll pass it off to Corey so I don't have to steal every point.
0: <laughs> I think they... Are, we're one goal away from really just being one and two. And the last two games, they've been outplayed, I think. Uh, being badly outshot in the second game against Edmonton. Um, so that's not really the way I want to see them play, uh, regardless of the record. You know, even if they had lost, but it had been a close closer game, um, would have been nice to see. Uh, it's just a little bit too much of the same Canucks we've seen the last like almost five years where they rely on good goaltending and just get outshot uh, continuously. So, I'm not excited to see that anymore, and I hope I hope it changes. Um, but it's three games in, and uh, some really solid play from Pedersen so far. Um, He's really leading leading the team and and definitely driving the offense for the team, which is what we need him to do. Uh, good performances from Demko and uh, Desmith had a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were just
1: talking about how badly they got outshout, out shot out shot that game, Corey. Um, it was forty to sixteen in favor of Edmonton. Oh, yeah. That second game, that Desmith ended up only allowing three goals. So as far as a first start, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, def- the the goaltending and defense that game, great. I mean, we held Edmonton to uh, I think two for seven on the power play. Um, yeah. I, yes. Uh, so I mean, that's what it tells me is Edmonton is purely a power play team, and they need, <laughs> they they need to score on the, on the special teams to win uh, five on five there. But um, yeah, I mean, like you can't expect to win games that that way. So, I don't know. Uh, it's nice to see Lafferty get a goal, get the game winner. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. he's been really good. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that was a great, he's got some speed to him. And uh, that was a great goal um, that he scored in that Edmonton game. So, I don't know. We got Tampa Bay coming up. Um, let's, it's going to, yeah, like on the road, like you said, Max, but. It'll be a challenge, but you're right. They got it. If they can come out of the road trip 500, um, that's a win.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, also important to mention, another good start from Besser. Um, first game of the season, scoring four goals. Obviously, he struggled a lot the last couple seasons with injuries and then just personal issues with his father and everything. So it's just a really good, feel-good story to have him come out and have a really good first game like that.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, I think another stat I heard from the first game was it it took him 15 (laughs) games to get his first goal, I think. Or his his, his, first two goals.
1: Like last season. Or
0: three goals. His first took him 15 (laughs) games to have three goals, I think
2: it was. Yeah, there was a lot of them similar to that. I think it was also something along the lines of like 30-something games to get to four goals (laughs) last year. (laughs) Whereas he did it in one game
0: (laughs) this year. Yeah it's it's nice uh to get because as the season goes and if players haven't scored or get points like the media is just always oh this many games and they haven't scored like oh, yeah. that's, you, you never want to be that player so it's good to get that out of the way and it's nice that it wasn't our it wasn't a peterson or a miller or a kuzmenko like it's Besser who's kind of become a secondary player mm-hmm. it's nice to have some scoring from from a player like that so yeah yeah it is yeah.
1: Yeah, other notables from the first couple games here. Um, Just reading off my notes here, I have one brief point that Max is going to cover, I think, and the point is just Myers sucks. Uh, I feel like that's self-explanatory. I know we have some strong opinions about his play over the last many years, but Max, do you want to touch on what you've seen from Myers and your thoughts on...
2: Oh, God. I mean... It's the same old Myers at this point. We, we will say this every year going into the season um, that if you give him, sh- you know, a little bit less minutes, he won't be as noticeable. But these last two games, or even the first one was a bit questionable, too. Uh, he's looked like same old Myers should have known game one of the season who takes the very first penalty for the Canucks <laughs> Myers. What was it? Wasn't hooking or anything stupid like that. Well, actually, <laughs> more stupid. Yeah, maybe world. more stupid because it was a, a delay of game call for flicking the puck over <laughs> the glass. uh He's looked like the usual Chaos Giraffe.
1: Chaos <laughs> <laughs> Giraffe, that's a good one. That's his
2: name. You haven't heard that before? The
1: Chaos Giraffe? Yeah. No, yeah. I've never heard that.
2: Oh. Goes well with us talking about necks. Kyle's not here, though. He won't appreciate that. That's true. Um, yeah, no, he, he does not look great. Uh, another one who I've been very disappointed in is that Noah Jolson. Oh yeah. Um, and I can kind of swing this into my next point as well. Um, that I think they clearly don't think he's ready enough to play. That they traded for a right defenseman in Mark Friedman, Friedman, um, and trade away Jack Rathbone and Carol Placic as well um so clearly that was the shore up that six seventh d position and not give one of those two <laughs> ice time um so i don't know cory what have you been able to watch many of these games
0: uh, <clears throat> i was able to watch the first two i guess edmonton i had my eye on the um the last game uh Philly. I'm blanking on who they even played. Philly. Oh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I was, I, I had my eye on it, but I can't watch too close. Um, we can forget that one. <laughs> yeah. It was all in the cock zone. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, not, not, a. getting shut out by torts and Philly is not a fun time. But, uh, yeah, no, I know I, agree with your points on Myers and, and Juleson uh, they have not looked good to start the year, so, um, uh, but what what have you thought of? I don't know if you watched last game. I want to get your thoughts on Susie and and also heronic uh, so far?
2: Yeah, so last game, I was I missed the first period, and then I was driving home from work, so I caught the second period on the radio. And that was the period where, philly outshot him 22 to 3 yeah <laughs> and all i was hearing on the radio was uh oh my god what a save my damn go oh my god oh my <laughs> like turnover terrible turnover by myers yada, yada 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 that that was all i heard i think i heard almost no chances by the canucks and that was pretty evident by the shot totals <laughs> i didn't get to actually clear to clearly see susie and heronic a lot From what I've seen, at least in the other games against Edmonton, they're, well, okay, Susie only played against Philly, but Hronik, uh, very simple game, like not too noticeable out there, but just plays that simple, you know, very good puck-moving defenseman that the Canucks really need. And he's been playing with Hughes a lot too, which is kind of cool to see. And I think that's, well, most definitely been our best pairing.
1: And he's not noticeable, like, in a good way, though, right? Because, I mean, obviously, (laughs) he's not going to be a flashy D man when you pair him next to Hughes, but his role is to be safe and stable and not noticeable because he's not making silly mistakes or bad plays. Like, he's just the safe defense. Yeah. And that's definitely something they need to pair with Hughes. Mm -hmm.
2: It's our second best defenseman behind Quinn Hughes, and it's just steady. It's just kind of what we need, and you know not noticeable in a good way is (laughs) really good um just someone you need susie from what i heard and at least saw with the philly game uh obviously he's like six foot five i think (laughs) he has a massive reach so he was doing pretty well in the pk and that was Hmm. i think they went i think they killed him off all that game um so i think he'll be a good addition i don't know if you have any talking points about either of those two uh no. Okay. No, <laughs> You're asking me.
0: <laughs> I was I was asking, okay. yeah. Uh
2: no, no, not, uh, not, not much, much to say. Susie only played one game, so
1: yeah. yeah, I think on that note we'll probably just touch on that Philly game a little bit more. Um Tocket had a pretty good press conference after where he was very honest about the team's performance and he did say that the penalty kill was probably the only positive for them. Um I'm just gonna read out a few quotes from that press conference. I have four here, and I just want you guys to give your thoughts after like how you feel about his honesty. And yeah, we'll go from there. Um, so the first one is, he says, quote, I can't even pick one guy that played well other than Demko. <laughs> Second one, yeah. quote, we got to go to the drawing board for some guys. <laughs> Third one, who are we to think we're anybody?
0: <laughs> and wow, <laughs> the
1: last one is I don't like the word soft but I don't see guys competing at all. Ugh. So if you're the Canucks team and you probably see this or listen to it afterwards on social media, how do you guys think that feels as a player and is this something that will go positively in the right direction for them?
0: Um, well, as a fan, it's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's, sounds it sounds like... What's that, Max? Yeah, it's... It's hard. Yeah, it's...
2: It's it's a touchy subject in a way because it's like you want that in a coach, mm-hmm. but you also don't in a way, weird way. Like, it's such a big difference going from Boudreaux mm-hmm. to talk it, where it wasn't like Boudreaux back in the day. At least he didn't show it when he was in with the Canucks, but he was very Mr. Nice Kai. Mm-hmm. I would say very, you know, very forgiving with all the players you did not hear a peep of this even when they were doing really poor um talk on the other hand even if you go back to last year i think it was his second or third game with the canucks and he called them soft <laughs> <laughs> this season he's 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 learned his lesson i guess not to say the word soft even though he did yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. I mean, I, I do think the Canucks kind of need this kind of coach, though,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and kind of the hard-nosed um, to get them to play the the right way. And, you know, I agree with those statements. <laughs> like, you can't come out of the first two games 2-0 and be planning the parade, as everyone was joking <laughs> about. They barely won the second game, as you talked about, and, you know... Even for that second game, you kn- they I don't think they prepared right. We didn't talk about the fact that Edmonton scored 40 seconds in when you mm. should have known that was going to happen <laughs> after you blew them out and it was their home opener. But you didn't prepare enough. So, I don't know. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think?
0: Because um, they got scored again in the first couple minutes too in Philly, right?
1: Uh, yeah, it was a minute and forty-five seconds in oh. the first.
0: Oh, I didn't That's know right. that. Oh, so shit. you're even more right when you say that we're not prepared. Yeah, I think Tockett is definitely hinting at, um, yeah, they you know win the first couple of games and maybe take Philly uh, lightly or, or, uh, or something like that. So and and I agree. I think they do need it. They do need, uh, um, to be called out. And I think it's better to do it now. Then, like when you're in a slump mid-season, like oh, yeah. basically their first loss, and he's like, "This is not how I want the team to play." So yeah. it's it's instilling the right uh, behavior, so everyone sticks with the system, um, yeah. because you know you're gonna lose games and you're gonna get shut out now and then. So, like, I think talk, it knows it happens, but yeah, coming down hard at the start. Uh, to get to make sure that the players are um, understanding what's what's expected. Like I like it. The coach should expect a lot from this team. Yeah, and yeah. the fans have expectations.
2: Everyone has high expectations. I mean, who knows exactly what their outlook is—playoffs or not—but there's expectations to be better this year, and mm-hmm. to be better, yeah. you have to start. The season good last year was a disaster, and look at look where it got them, so and
1: you have to be better consistently, like oh, I think that's yeah. what we're kind of seeing and what we've seen with the Canucks like so often is that they have little streaks of being better, and then we all get our hopes <laughs> up, and then it's just downhill again, down' just the classic canuck up and down and up and down. They just need to consistently be better,
0: yeah, that's even a good if they're point. losing
1: like you can lose games, but you can lose games well. And that's not what happened in this game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, know. That's, no. that, that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. When the, when the, your coach says only the goalie played well, that's yeah, that's pretty rough.
2: The only good player <laughs> was the goalie. And the healthy yeah.
1: kill which is wow. shocking for the Canucks after last season. So I guess that's <laughs> one improvement.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, that's purely what they targeted over the off season. <laughs> <laughs> hmm which was nice to see early on but yeah a lot of ways to go
1: totally again it's been three games we're not (laughs) reacting i promise
2: still have three (laughs) games in this road trip we'll talk to you then (laughs) yeah
3: Uh,
1: yeah last sort of bit of not really news because we might have touched it last episode but conversation around the canucks right now it's of course garland requested a trade um there's been some rumors of teams that might be interested in him i know i've heard nashville i just saw boston today randomly i don't know what you guys have heard out there what do you think that could be done to get him dealt what we could get in return um max any thoughts on that one
2: i mean no we didn't really i was just gonna say we touched on it last episode but i think we joked about it last episode more so um yeah he switched agents it's He's been in the trade rumors for a long time now. Uh, someone who didn't really get a lot of ice time with Boudreaux. And then you'd think that changed with Tockett since he was a former you know, coach with him, but it doesn't seem like he's really ever fit in with the Canucks ever since he came over. And I don't know if he actually ever requested a trade. I think that is a bit overblown. It's more so the whole you can seek out a trade his agent is kind of like actively
1: seeking a trade yeah Yeah,
2: it's not like he's i don't think demanded out (laughs) i could be wrong um
1: and so i just want to update the teams that were interested in him mainly nashville uh washington and columbus were the top three right now
2: Mm. you mentioned Mm. boston i feel like he's from boston
1: yeah, I just, like, briefly <laughs> scrolled past a post today that said that, and I should have read it more, but I didn't, so now I can't back up that at all.
2: Yeah, I feel like... he's he's He is. He's from Massachusetts. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Um, Yeah, I, I like his game, though. That's the only issue. Like, I don't really want them to get rid of him. I feel like he still has a lot of room to grow with the team, and, you know...
0: He's... say what you want
2: about the contract, but I don't know I still do like him as that kind of player for him
0: something I've heard with garland and i and I do like him as well is is I've heard that he's hard or he can be hard to play with on a line because he's a little bit all over the place kind of player <laughs> kind of like a uh-huh. spark plug guy he's also like he's, I don't know where he fits on a bottom six, but I'm also not sure where he fits on the top six. Yeah, he, he, like he's not putting up numbers to really be a scoring type player for you. Um, so what's his role? I guess is my question. Yeah. It's uh, it's
2: yeah, because right in, I, I know the third game the lines were completely junk, like completely messed up because he was trying to get the talk it was trying to get the guys going but um i know the first two games he was heavily played with Petterson and Kuzmanko and i don't know if i like that fit mm. i feel like that's just he's the placeholder for Mikhaev. and
1: and that's what uh, i've seen some talk about that too it's like once Mikhaev yeah, comes back then he's now where does garland go yeah
2: because He's played a decent amount in the bottom six, especially last year. So, and he just, you know, know, he doesn't really fit that role. But with the Canucks, I don't see him also in the top six. It's 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 one of those scenarios where I kind of want them to keep the player. But realistically, like, where does he actually fit?
1: And so ideally, you kind of want them to trade him for somebody that the Canucks are missing. Somehow they can get a defense. I don't know like if that's even possible, but someone that will fit in the lineup and fill a hole that we need.
0: Well, the problem with trading him is that he's got this year and then two more years at five mil. Yeah, you're not getting really anything <laughs> back other than another
2: contract yeah. in a similar yeah. <laughs> term, yeah. which God knows how that will go.
0: <laughs> so i'm not sure would you rather have garland or um bovillier Ooh. i mean
2: okay it, it, uh, that one's kind of tricky though because bovillier's contract expires this year
0: regardless of contracts so, yeah
2: i i mean we're if we're encompassing everything i i want bovillier and but you, i'm oh. i'm and then I want to flip affiliate at the trade deadline. <laughs> so
3: <laughs> so you don't actually want Bavillier. So technically
2: both are gone in my scenario. <laughs> neither. <Interesting. laughs> uh, neither. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't see where he fits. And what I... Okay, so the heavy rumor the whole summer has been him for Columbus for that... Ooh, I'm, 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 I might pronounce it wrong. Andrew Peake? Peakey? Um, mm. He's a right defenseman. Mm. I think, similar term and contract, who Columbus has an abundance of defensemen, especially right defensemen. Uh, they also have Boquist, who's mm. another name out there. And this is just Columbus. Um, and they also have... Well, I think they're a little bit up to the cap, but obviously Peak, or <laughs> however you say that name, um, has money coming back the other way, so... I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I think see. Aaron nailed it with McAvoy is like the factor in this. Once yeah. he's back, I feel like Garland is almost his time to go at that
1: point. And we don't really have a timeline on McAvoy, as far as I've seen. Or uh, you guys have heard differently. He, he
2: might play in this road trip by oh, the end okay. of it. Oh, okay. So he, it could
1: be pretty soon.
2: He, from what I last heard, he was wearing like a contact mm. jersey the other day. Which, I mean, who knows how long they milk that but usually when they wear that that's like the last step in their recovery process
0: well yeah I'm worried we'll just go through the same thing with Mikheyev then if he underperforms well <laughs> hopefully not <laughs> uh, <yeah>. okay
2: <laughs> I don't know Let's be positive. yeah I feel like Mikhaev, I see so much more of a big picture with him, like where he fits in the lineup and penalty kill. And we've barely been able to see him at full health, too. Last year he was a bit injured the whole time, really.
0: That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, well. <laughs> He's been <laughs> injured the whole time. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah.
1: Sweet. All right. Well, I think that's about it for our Connect talk this week. Um, Obviously, there'll be lots more speculation from us throughout the season. But for now, we're going to kind of just run through, like I said, a bunch of other teams that have had interesting starts or injuries. Obviously, a lot briefer discussions for these ones. Um, We're going to start with Boston. So Boston's played two games so far. They have two wins. Um, Notable for them, their penalty kill is 100% right now. I think it's 10 for 10 if I did the math correctly. So, pretty good start, especially when you're losing a couple big player, big defensive players out of your lineup. Uh, Pasternak off to a really good start. He had four points already. And, yeah, so far it doesn't seem like the Bergeron and Krejci C- absences have left a huge hole. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on how Boston started the season here. Max?
2: Uh i mean i haven't been able to watch them shockingly because usually for whatever reason <laughs> vancouver region loves to get those broadcasts i'm sure i'll see some <laughs> during the season um and have to listen to jack edwards woohoo <laughs> oh gosh uh, i don't know okay so their two wins are against chicago and nashville uh 3-1 3-2 respectively I'm surprised to hear the penalty kill is 100% because I know Marchand and Bergeron was like the PK mm-hmm. in Boston for, well, last 10 years. Uh,
1: and I don't know who filled that role, but. That's
2: a good question. So
1: far, it seems to be working. Again, it's been two games, but. <laughs>
2: two games. Yeah, two games is not a lot to go <laughs> off of. I have, I have nothing to say. I looked. Okay, well, daily faceoff. Has the lines for their penalty kill as Coil and Marshan, as the two forwards, and a Forbert and Carlo. So, mm-hmm. fair play. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't have much to say about Boston. Yeah. Uh, I do want to point out that Edmond or Erin uh, sent over her list of notes for all these teams earlier today to me to review for tonight, and she sent over a note with Boston saying. Swayman started okay. both games Because I clicked and... on
1: the wrong game That's all
2: <laughs> And I was looking at I'm like wait did Swayman play both? And I
1: was so confused I he was like not. I swear they were gonna split starts But yeah. okay I'll go with it I didn't fact check myself and of course Max did instantly
2: <laughs> I saw that and I was like what happened to Olmark <laughs> Oh he played <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that's you didn't just point. leave it And let me get corrected I, sh- here. I
2: should've Let you pull
0: a Mikey <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways, Corey, any feelings on Boston? Eighty-two. No,
0: now. no, no feelings. Uh, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it either. Nice. If, if they have another great year after everybody said they weren't going to, including me, again, you have, you have uh, them in seven. <laughs> I, just... uh, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh... well on that note then we're just gonna move right along to our next team which is chicago um chicago obviously bedard has been good in his start not a ton of points i think he's one point per game now which i mean i guess that's pretty solid for a rookie but (laughs) it's all the things he does quietly like that if you just looked at the score sheet you wouldn't really notice that i know we saw when we were watching his first game i haven't really seen a lot of his play since then but I think those people that watch the Chicago games have really noticed the impact that he's had already. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on Bedard in general, if you've seen any more good play from him, maybe other Chicago Blackhawks that still exist. We have some thoughts on them.
2: Um, Uh, I mean, I know he's looked great and he's super exciting. So screw you, Chicago, for getting him. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I just really quickly was curious what the heck their record is, and I w- so I've the last two or three episodes we've talked about Bedard. I've always mentioned about he'll be a power play merchant. Um, through four games, their power play is one for eighteen. <laughs> wow, five point six percent. Jeez. Wow, and I, I know, guess Corey Perry and yeah. Nick Foligno being there doesn't help.
1: When we were watching that uh, the first game against Pittsburgh, I remember seeing how heavily oh, the yeah. penalty kill adjusted to cover Bedard. So I'm wondering if that's just <laughs> happening so much, and Chicago just doesn't have enough other players to dish it to. That probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll come. Like they'll adapt for sure. And Hall should be back to help out. That will be helpful. Um, I mean.
2: He's like week to week, though.
1: No, but I saw that he's going to be back a lot sooner than expected.
0: Didn't he play? This
1: game or today or when did they play?
0: (laughs) I thought he actually played because I I was going to make a point. I thought he was week to week as well. That's what they said. And then he might have played. I think he played, yeah. (laughs) Oh, he did against Toronto the other day.
2: He played like 19 minutes. What the hell? Oh, yeah, okay. it, was a, it was it was a quick week to week yeah
3: <laughs> just one week
2: not even one I don't, week. did he miss we, a game
1: <laughs> that's really funny actually i
2: think he missed one game he missed one game wow okay
1: <laughs> yeah, Hall, yeah he had a he had a really good interview too i don't know if you guys saw it you probably did um he was asked about bedard and all the media coverage around him and he made some good points about how maybe the media is overdoing it um <laughs> No. What are your guys' thoughts? <laughs> do you think the media what? is overdoing it?
2: Really? <laughs> I, mean, I haven't heard this Bedard guy. And
1: But we can talk about how much they're overdoing it, just like posting about him. But at some point, does like the constant interviews before the game, every intermission on the benches after the game, do you think that's going to affect a little bit of how Bedard is playing? Or do you think he's just that cool-headed that he can just brush that
0: off? I think at this point, he's probably used to it or is expecting it and used to it i mean he's been his last year of junior and then the the world juniors Mm
3: -hmm.
0: i'm sure it's a lot right now but i think he's been prepared for it
1: yeah
0: i think
2: not really to answer your question but um with all this media attention and until they get a few more maybe notable players Mm -hmm. to interview on their team i feel like he's gonna be like in a weird way here i know he's a great personality but i feel like he's somehow gonna get like hated for being in the media well he much. already is yeah like yeah. they're sick i mean it's four games in and a week into the nhl and he's already like people are annoyed he's on <laughs> their feeds too much
1: it's such a classic hockey fan thing to want to promote yeah. the sport and then get mad that they're promoting the most exciting <laughs> player in the sport. yeah <laughs> okay that's
2: good. how dare you <laughs>
1: It must be really. I, I don't know if it's nice to be the other rookie in Chicago right now. You're just totally flying under the radar. I don't even remember how to pronounce his name.
2: Korchinski. Korchinski. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, he has a point. Has- <laughs> I was just gonna say, how is he doing?
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Haven't really heard anything about him because it's always Bedard <sighs> all the time. Um.
0: All the time. <laughs> wow. Actually, oh, here's. I'm just uh, looking up some stats right now, but, um. Guess who is leading in goals for Chicago?
1: Okay, well, uh, Max has it up on his screen. Too, <laughs> oh, you
0: do. So I'm yeah. gonna say
1: Corey Perry. Wait, what? No. Oh, for points. Sorry, for goals. For goals. <laughs> yeah. He <said> Tyler Johnson.
0: <laughs> Tyler Johnson. Wow, he's a forgotten out of nowhere forgotten man from uh, Tampa, like years ago. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, 33. Holy crap! He's not even that old. He really fell off. I mean, he's on, like, I think you know you've fallen off if you're on Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) The current state of Chicago. Like, pretty much. Look at these guys. Corey Perry, (laughs) uh, Seth Jones, Nick Foligno, Jason Dickinson, uh, Tyler Johnson, Anastasio Hall, uh, Peter Mrazic, like, Jared Tenorti. Oh, my goodness.
3: Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, it's a... It's a spread. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, let's move on to our next team here. Um, it's very unfortunate that Kyle could not join us today for our Colorado discussion because we actually have a couple news things to talk about. Uh, the Tave signing, one of them. Maybe Max can pull up that contract because I don't have it off the top of my head. Um,
2: you better remember.
1: Hey. We'll get that.
2: Okay, well it's 7 years 7.25 million starting next year,
1: which is a really really good deal for that defense. Um, he definitely took a bit of a team-friendly deal. Good on him, but I know Kyle is very excited about this one. Yeah, Max, your thoughts on this deal?
2: Uh I really like it. He would have been probably paid around that 9 million mark, I would say, in free agency. Um He's 30. So, I mean, this is taking him up to 37, 38 years old. But I feel like he's just that strong two-way defenseman that... I feel like those typically age all right. Like, he's not like a bruising defenseman where he's going to get worn down. And I think... I think they nailed this one. I really like him as a player. And they basically (laughs) stole him twice now, both in trade and signing.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting. He's kind of a, a rare... 30 year old player because he was such a late bloomer he's actually only played 318 games in his career Mm -hmm. so if you look at most 30 year old players they have so much more mileage on them and so much more beat up I feel like his age doesn't really reflect how fresh he could be just not having to grind through as long and grueling of a career so I feel like this is probably going to work out better than a lot of these late signings
0: Yeah, ag- agreed as well. I like the signing. Um, good for Colorado. I did have a question for Kyle. Um, <laughs> Not maybe that he, he can, can answer
1: a- it, but one when- <laughs> maybe- fan, fan
0: question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do face offs matter? Say anything <laughs> if no. If you don't respond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, I don't watch um, as much or really that much at all, Avalanche uh, uh, games. But Devon Taves, is he as good as the numbers and stats the last few seasons are? Or is how much of that is a product of just how good Colorado and how good their system's been? Because I think for defensemen, kind of like those similar defensemen to him that have been on some of these teams in the past – like um, Seabrook is kind of a name that comes to mind. Like those kinds of players who then are get mm-hmm. awarded um, some really nice contracts. Maybe like a Vlasic or like um, mm-hmm. those kind of defensemen. Like is Taves uh, genuinely that good? We've only seen this kind of success. On Colorado in the last couple of years. And everyone on these, on um, the last few Avalanche teams have had very high stats just because they're, they're such an offensive um, dynamite. Like, look at Kadri's stats before. Ah. <laughs> like, he was okay in Toronto, hit career highs in Colorado so far back down in calgary like that sort of thing so that's my only question that i wanted to ask kyle and i'm sure he's going to tell me taves is like <laughs> <laughs> number two you know one of the best d men in the league and yeah, all that stuff hate, i think he would need um, that question
1: well you know what you can listen to it at home tonight and he has until next episode to prep his answer yeah. and his arguments
2: yeah yeah absolutely i think yeah. another point to add is you're Referencing him playing on Colorado, I think you should also reference the fact that he's basically stapled with Makar mm-hmm. in both five on five and penalty kill time. I think he maybe mans the second power play. That could be wrong. But I mean, he's with Makar when he's healthy. And mm. so <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I, I'd love to hear Kyle's answer.
1: We'll definitely get Kyle's answer to that next episode for
0: sure. Because okay. it's it's a great it, it, it's he could be a yeah. great number two defenseman um but then you're paying what seven eight mil for your second defenseman already is like there's a lot a good question too with that is can he run his own deep pairing mm.
2: and seven mil you're basically first kind of you, first pair money so can he do it with mm. you know Maybe not as good as, well, clearly not Makar, but <laughs> <laughs> like if you got traded to what's a mid team, I don't know. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> Kyle's Sorry. not here. You have to, you know, I had to okay. help out Kyle, that's what he would have said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn it. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not even gonna continue. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, because Kyle's not here, I've have to do the Colorado gloating myself here. So let's just talk about their start. It's been pretty good. Um, they're 3-0 and so far. They have matched the NHL record now for 14 straight regular season road wins, obviously going back to last season. So that's pretty crazy. Really? Um, Yorgiev. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Yorgiev off to a good start. He's only allowed four goals on 91 shots in those three games. But I do want to touch on their goalie situation a little bit. Obviously, we would want Kyle's opinion on this. Uh, Max will kind of read Kyle's thoughts in a sec here. Um, But their backup goalie, Francois Mm -hmm. out on the long-term IR, out indefinitely. And their current backup is a little bit questionable. Um, It's, I don't know his first name, but Provestov. He's Ivan. I should have (laughs) known.
3: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Ivan
1: Provestov. Uh, He's 24 years old. Only played 11 NHL games, 11 NHL starts so far. Um, they claimed him off waivers. He's definitely green, to say the least. Um, yeah, your guys' thoughts, are they going to have to rely too heavy on Yorgiev this year?
0: Uh, no, I think they've found their next Spencer Martin.
1: Mm. Is that a compliment?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs>
2: I mean Say say less (laughs) Yeah I mean (laughs) Spencer Martin was on Colorado Uh, (laughs) um, Okay I don't Know much of (laughs) Pros Ivan I'm just gonna (laughs) say Ivan Um, I mean is gonna have to basically be a workhorse For him at least until they're basically Solidified in the playoffs Mm -hmm. Not that they aren't But I I do want to point out and quote Kyle on this one. So we have like a backstage uh, Insta chat where we send all of our memes, our news, whatever, what have you. Kyle posted the news about Ivan getting (laughs) claimed. I guess this was October 9th when it happened. And so he posted it and he goes, he sends out a message. Let's go. Uh, You know. 20 minutes later, he sends a follow-up message. No
1: one else has replied. No
2: one else said anything. <laughs> 20 minutes later, he comes back into the chat, and he puts, upon further review, he looks as bad as Johansson,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: who is, of course, the Tampa Bay starter right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how much else to say. Yeah, I mean, Colorado bad. looks like Colorado. I, they're
1: still a really good team. I mean, they're still going to do very well. I'm sure it'll just, we'll have to wait and see how Yorgiev does with an increased workload. But
0: they, Colorado has shown that they're a good team regardless of goal, as long as they can have a capable goaltender. <laughs> like, look at their last three years Grubauer, Camper, Yorgiev. <laughs> hey, man, he, he was emerging. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. Well, they've, they've done all right with a musical chairs of goalies as long as they're semi-capable so
2: yeah i I mean they won the cup with kemper and then chose not to keep them (laughs) and went with giardia so i mean that really goes to show how they feel about the goalies Mm -hmm. how they are complete voodoo in a way and well
0: use out the hope they get hot in the playoffs (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, they're good. They got Devontae's back there. They're good. (laughs) Strap the pads on.
1: I'm sure Kyle is listening and agreeing with everything. Um, All right, let's move on to our next couple teams here. Um, This is going to be a quick one. Not much to say. We're going to talk about Columbus. Not so much their gameplay, but just a couple notable things that I don't even know what it would be called. Their fan engagement people, whoever that department is, has been doing a pretty good job. Um, I'm sure you guys saw. I know I showed Max earlier today the video they made for Fantilli before his first game. Um, All his parents and siblings and grandparents and teammates wishing him luck and happy birthday. And it's kind of just a nice thing to see from Columbus after all the negative press around Babcock that came out of there. Um, And then, of course, they honored their legendary goalie, Jonathan Quick, (laughs) at one of their games. Just what a iconic move that was really funny again just putting a much lighter vibe around columbus right now which i think they really needed um yeah i'm just gonna go right to edmonton hang oh, on what oh okay sorry. hang on okay oh, i didn't know we'd actually have thoughts about this oh, oh no oh, spencer martin <laughs> of course
2: oh me those... and cory were both on it
1: okay
0: <laughs> there's uh those videos are great that columbus has done but they're not as great as the Chell Stars videos that you've been making, Aaron. So I'm going to give you a cute. shout out right now.
1: Oh, appreciate it. I am now a TikToker, everybody. <laughs> Never thought it would happen, but
2: please don't my
3: TikToks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> don't pay attention to my Photoshop whenever that comes into play. That was a rushed and botched job, but we'll take it. Um... I mean, I only have to point out Columbus. Uh, Spencer Martin has mm-hmm. played two games for them. He is O and like well, there's not really a few. I, I believe he's probably O one and one. Yeah, and he has a f- goals against average of four fifty four. Uh so sorry. <laughs> Wait, why is Martin playing? Uh I don't know why Elvis is they're splitting starts. <laughs> Don't ask me why. (laughs) Elvis has a 950 save percentage, but we won't talk. Uh, What the heck? Yeah, I I don't know.
1: They must have pulled Elvis or Elvis left the game because Martin only started one game. Yeah, but he's played two. Elvis is pretty injury (laughs) prone. That's very concerning. All right, yikes. Sorry, Columbus. (laughs) All right. Now we're going to move on to Edmonton. Um, So obviously they had a little bit of a rough start losing to the Canucks two games in a row. Um, Their goalie situation is probably the most questionable thing right now for that team. Um, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on Edmonton, how they've performed, how they're going to sort out their goalie issues, and if there's anything they can do to get better from here.
2: Uh it's a good question. I mean last year last year we saw them really struggle with Campbell at the start of the year and Skinner kinda came in and took over that starting role. Uh that was not the case for game one where the Canucks chased him, so or no. Who started it was Campbell that started the game, but Skinner came in and allowed four <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um I don't know. I mean I I still think they'll get their shit together. Mm-hmm. They're too like. They're still too good of a team to really do this bad. Again, (laughs) we talked about it with the Canucks. It was, it's been three games for them and they annihilated Nashville. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I mean, give it like a month or two, and I feel like there won't be much to say about them. Uh, Their their goalies will be questionable all year probably, (laughs) and it really just depends how they kind of perform really going into the playoffs Mm -hmm. they're a playoff team Totally, yeah yeah (laughs) they just have to stay the course until then (laughs)
1: yeah and then hope one of their goalies
0: yeah hope one of them kind of
1: smartens up by then yeah
0: (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah i think that's a good way to put it but yeah split time and then see who takes it that's kind of what they did last year too like skinner pretty much skinner played more but then the playoffs came and they
2: I believe pretty much split because they
0: both
2: didn't do well. So,
0: actually, when I think about it, last year Campbell almost played himself out of the starter role. It's not like Skinner played himself into it, like he was good. Yeah. But Campbell was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like he played himself out. So, I mean, that's pretty accurate. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Skinner, uh, I think, still was good. But it was more so the fact he had no like competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that role. Campbell.
0: Yeah, struggled.
1: Yeah. So we shall see. Again, it's been three games. <laughs> disclaimer again, but.
0: However, the division matchups, especially for the Pacific, will be key. Like that's true. Canucks that's... have already taken four points from a, a division rival, and we know how close the Pacific will be or should be as we've predicted. So um, any game uh, in division is going to be a important one.
1: Yeah, very true. Good point.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, we're going to jump over to Montreal now. Um, not a lot to talk about, again, game-wise, because I don't think any of us have watched them play yet, but just a really notable injury from them. Um, Kirby Doc, again, Getting injured. He tore his ACL and MCL, Ugh. and he is now out for the season. Um, obviously, that's a very serious injury to go through and then try to rehab. Um, last year, he had injury problems too, only playing 58 games. So, this has been a bit of a consistent issue for him. Um, sucks for him. Sucks for Montreal. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on this situation and how this affects that team.
0: Just
2: sucks. Yeah. Bad. Bad yeah. injury. It's
1: just bad luck.
2: Injuries sucked, especially to well anyone, but <laughs> it's you know to kind of higher drafted mm-hmm. players. He he had a lot of injuries when he was with Chicago, and then obviously they traded him, and he still kind of struggled, and now he's missing a whole another year, <laughs> which was a big development year for him. Like mm. just everyone in Montreal, like they're not really there to compete in a way. Like they're not going for the playoffs, obviously, but you want big years out of some of their younger players mm-hmm. it's what they have them for and well now he's missing a whole year and that's a that's a rough recovery yeah <laughs> not that i really know but <laughs> 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 the fact that he's out for the season is
1: yeah sad knee injuries yeah. are bad all right moving along to new jersey <laughs> Um, I know, I think most of us had them ranked pretty high in our preseason predictions. Oh, yeah. One, maybe if two, like we thought they were going to come out pretty hot. Um, they haven't been as good as maybe we expected. Again, it's been three games. Um, they're one, <laughs> one and one. Um, so not bad overall. Um, they had a really bad game against Florida. Um, Coach Lindy Ruff, he benched a bunch of players, including Meyer. Um, and then the next day at practice, he begs skates the whole team. Jeez. Um, so this is a little bit similar to talk it, I guess, in a way, but just more quietly dealing with the team as far as the no nonsense. We're going to get our shit together now kind of approach. Any thoughts, you guys, on how he dealt with that or maybe the feelings of the players getting bent three games into the season?
2: <laughs> uh, no, I mean, who? I haven't heard a lot out of there it's not like a talk it thing where he's clearly had some funky quotes to say <laughs> um but they're all the way over in the east so <laughs> no idea uh i feel like possibly if i had to guess they may have had their heads up uh you know they're just kind of not maybe too focused going into the season mm-hmm. with how they did last year and all the expectations of them this year they just thought maybe they coast yeah i guess cocky yeah um so who knows i mean the big one is meyer Mm -hmm. because he did not do well when he got traded to him and did not do well in the playoffs i feel like he barely (laughs) had any points and he got signed to that big deal in the off season and he's still struggling so I can't. we're gonna we've said this millions of times already, but it's three games in
1: that's just our <laughs> disclaimer. it has to be
3: <laughs> that's that's the title
1: <laughs>
3: It should be yeah,
1: yeah, I mean I like it's always tough when I think coaches are yeah benching guys so early, but kind of like we talked about with talk it, it's better to do it now and really get the expectations across and get it through guys' heads what you want from them so. I think I'm on board with this. Um, You don't see a lot anymore. I feel like of the whole bag skate practices, it's kind of like a bit of an old practice now. Um, Not quite as common, but again, if it works, it works. And he knows his team and he knows if it's going to get some out of them or not. So we'll see how they go from here. Again, it's been three games, so (laughs) maybe they win the next 79. You never know. (laughs) Um, Good math. Thank you. Quick math.
2: (laughs) Then Add 16 to it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right going into another pacific division rival we have the seattle kraken um notable injury for them as well brandon Tanev out four to six weeks lower body injury um they haven't had a great start to the season they are oh three and one right now and they've been outscored 16 to three over the last four games uh, so their offense and defense has both been off to a really good really good really poor start
2: I mean three goals four games that's enough enough said there (laughs) Um, yeah I, I mean I don't know too much about Seattle so it's hard to say but that's definitely not the start they were probably expecting and I didn't have them that high I don't think I had them in the playoffs when I predicted it but I don't see them being
0: bottom, (laughs) that's for sure.
1: Yeah, Corey, thoughts on Seattle? uh,
0: I mean, hard to say because they've only had one good year, which was last year, but they played very well. We'll just continue to watch them. I think, though, for the Canucks, if they want to do well they're going to have to do better than seattle and they're going to have to beat seattle when they play kind of like what i was saying earlier um so so that'll be like we kind of said edmonton should be a lock for the playoffs they'll get their their game together i think seattle is a target for the canucks to to do better than yeah so Mm -hmm. you know that yeah that's the what do you call it the You know, I don't, I don't know if it's the line. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the right okay. word, but like that's the line that they have to to yeah, do better I mean, than.
2: If if the Canucks' goal is playoffs, which I'm pretty sure it is, uh, for management and company, uh, you have to basically look at it as the teams in your division. Not so much the wild card. That's a bit of a crazy thing to predict with the Central Division. But you have to look at who is kind of in front of you. And mm. who you can beat out Calgary and Seattle are big question marks, mm-hmm. so those are two you have to really look out for um Vegas and Edmonton I feel like you <laughs> you, you you kinda you're def- they're still ahead of you even though you beat Edmonton, <laughs> but I think you're mainly focused on those, and those Pacific division games are so yeah. important, oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. <sighs>
1: all right we're going over to the east again here we're gonna talk very briefly about toronto because i know that's nobody here's (laughs) favorite team to talk about (laughs)
0: um
1: yeah matthew's back-to-back hat tricks uh nylander and tavares both off to a really good start any thoughts on toronto you guys
2: uh i didn't really like seeing the back-to-back (laughs) <laughs> me
1: neither, because I owned Matthews last year in fantasy, and of course this year now he's going to do way better.
3: I love it.
1: Hello, Kyle.
3: Oh. Hey, guys. Nice little uh, surprise. I picked the perfect time. You're talking about my boy.
1: All right. Tell us all about and your boy.
3: moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> no, go ahead. Oh. I I didn't have much to say. All I know is oh. he won me the week last week, and uh, he's helping out. <laughs> big time I, I need it i'm against max this week so
1: i think you're you're oh, winning yeah. right now aren't you
3: i am i am bastard. but it's a close one bastard <laughs> it is a close one dude my ottawa guys actually came up clutch today stutzla yep, and mine did it. <laughs> who are your who are the your truck. ottawa guys Good chuck. Good The
2: same so- line mate as
0: <laughs>
1: He was nearby. He just didn't actually help.
3: Really? He got yeah. he did nothing. He did he was a plus one. <laughs> That's it. And and he won three face offs. Come Ooh. on. Oh, and wow. he, and he lost none, so he's it's so nice. important.
2: <laughs>
0: Kyle, you missed all my questions for you. Yeah, we got what a lot of questions for, you, for me. Okay, You'll have to, you me. have to listen and find you out. To, okay, sounds good. Sounds good. You
1: have some homework to do for next episode. <laughs>
0: yeah, hey, we'll do. Good
2: luck I'll do finding it. It, it. We've been recording for an hour.
1: <laughs> yeah, Corey, of course, it's gonna be a short one. <laughs> Here we are, an hour in.
3: We we did say that's a jinx.
1: Classic. Um,
3: that is always is. a jinx. Yeah, it's an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so we're going to move on here to Wash... Or not Wash, sorry. We're going to go to Vegas first. Um, Not a lot to say about Vegas. They're 4-0 to start the season. They're doing very well. Um, I don't really have many comments in their play because I haven't seen a lot of games. Um, Now, Max made a pickup in our fantasy league of one of their goalies. Maybe he can touch on his choice there.
2: Uh i mean i can quickly touch on the team itself first and i mean 4-0 fair play uh i didn't expect i thought going in after especially after playoffs i thought mark stone was like destined for ltir (laughs) but apparently he's healthy i don't know what happened there his back is fine uh Okay, so, yeah, I'll clarify. My pickup was Aiden Hill. So, and also to clarify, again, this is a six-team league. <laughs> Aiden Hill probably would be picked up or drafted in almost every other league.
1: Yeah, I think I actually own him in my 12-team
2: league, yeah. to be fair. So the fact that he's available goes to show was, our, our league.
3: <laughs> I was so hesitant, hesitant to pick him up because I didn't know who was going to be the starting goalie. Well, mm. he started Thompson three played four. St- <laughs> Thompson played so well Last year mm-hmm. yeah. But I guess Hill's got the big contract So Got the cup
1: So at this point yeah. We're likely thinking that Hill off to a good start Big contract He's going to have to basically lose the job at this point That was kind of your expectation That's... Max picking him up
2: Yeah I mean As much as I hate to say it I feel like Vegas is a Bit of a powerhouse this year And he might be a very similar Olmark. Maybe not like 60 wins, but like, uh, you know, if he, he plays 50, 60% of the time and he'll win a lot of games. So, and I got some rough goalies. I got Skinner <laughs> with, and I got Jari who just got lit up. So let's not talk <laughs> about those two. Max never has good goalies. I suck.
1: No matter how good he does in fantasy, his goalies are always the worst part of his team.
2: It's the most stressful part of my team that's the one that every week i'm like well here we go all
1: right so let's move over to washington now um so the big kind of discussion out of washington is obetchkin's slow start you might say um again it's only been a few games but he has not scored (laughs) a goal yet uh his (laughs) second and his third game he had zero shots on goal in both those games um so I don't know if Washington fans need to be concerned. I haven't watched the game, so I can't really touch on how he's been playing. Um, what do you guys think? Just a slow start for him, and he'll be fine, or is this the regression? Hmm.
3: Uh, I'm
0: gonna say I'm gonna say both. I'm gonna say it's slower than usual, but yeah, we're probably can expect a downward trend at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. To be expected, I would say.
2: Like no one's expecting fifty plus goals out of him anymore. I think even last year he might have. He was in the low forties, I want to say. So.
3: I think what? Yeah, forty-two. Yeah. I mean, he did. So, he did
0: get forty-two in seventy-three games. That's still really good. Uh, that's, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, this year. <laughs> yeah. It's better that's than, good. like, anyone they on the Canucks. <laughs> Well, <laughs>
1: that was uncalled
3: for, Corey. Oh, well, just put it guys. in perspective. <laughs> Kyle's here; we don't have to pick on the Canucks. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not too too worried about uh, about Ovechkin. It's been three games. Yeah, like
0: Kyle, it's been three exactly. It's been a whole three games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's if it's
3: like fifteen. Games. If it's 15 games and he has like three goals, then it's like, oof, this is kind of rough. But I think, I think he'll 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 get himself figured out. I'm not too worried about him. Nice. He's for he's been doing team. it for how many for how many years, right? Like, yeah. and he's he's so motivated to get that record. He is not Yeah. He's got Wilson by his side again. He played well with Strom last year. Yeah, I, I'm not too worried personally.
0: 18 it's, years. He's been doing it. Yeah, that's a <laughs> lot of heard. years.
3: Yeah. But he's going to have a slow start every, every once in a while. Dude, do you remember, okay, back in like late 2000s, didn't he score like 30 goals one year? And everyone was like, oh, that's it. Ovechkin doesn't know how to <laughs> score anymore. Yeah. Yeah, he scored 32 goals in 79 games one year. And everyone's like, oh, that's it. He's lost his touch. He's, he's, <laughs> and then now he's still. 80 goals away from a record that we never thought would be broken. So
0: do you do you also remember I think it was uh maybe like 6 5 or 6 years ago when you just got like a first two or three games you just got a hat trick every game no he, just, like, wow. exu- he was exu- i think there's been a few years where he just scores like a million goals in the first few games you don't remember that he played like ottawa and then he played montreal and got like back-to-back hat tricks and i think he scored maybe four goals one game and then three goals the other game wow that sounds a lot like austin matthews no it was more yeah, i, th- I think get he, out I here th- <laughs> i better. think he got i think he got four and then three i think he, he got seven goals in the first two games
3: I don't remember that, but it sounds, yeah, like... Yeah, it was probably a year after they lost to, like, Pittsburgh or something, you know? A... I think
0: it was, it was something like that. Or,
3: or, like, really heartbreaking loss. That, it that was doesn't narrow like, it down. They
0: I think it might, Pittsburgh maybe, like, Russia had lost it to Canada or something, so he was just, like, out to get revenge on Canada and was just lighting up all the Canadian teams. Just put up three or more goals against all the
3: weak... Yeah. Actually, Montreal would have been half-decent back then, but Ottawa would have been awful. Yeah, I remember that. Anyways. Um,
1: anyways. Um, yeah, the one other thing I wanted to touch on with Washington is uh, Kuznetsov's recent shootout goal. I don't know if you guys have seen the video of oh,
0: it. yes. Um, oh, yes. The classic
1: Kuznetsov move where he skates like a quarter of a mile an hour down the ice and then <laughs> yeah. snipes it. Um, <laughs> There's been a lot of talk about this i don't know if you guys have seen this um a lot of people are kind of mad about his <laughs> approach they think it should be against the rules you can't go that slow people are talking guy. about Look. wanting to add like a shot clock in like a you have this much clock. time to make your shot oh my um, goodness what do you guys think about that
0: that's that's uh just gibberish like what they're mad because a player is really skilled like come on he's like they're mad that's working yeah, like hey, they, but I
3: read some stuff where that wasn't that effective. Like like some washington's fans are like, Oh, he usually I just mean, misses the net. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You can say the same about uh
2: JT Miller. He goes slow and goes way left. Like mm-hmm. basically touches the boards.
1: It's kind of a trend now to approach really, really slow. And I feel like a lot of people don't like that. And that's kinda of where this is coming from. But,
2: you gotta go full speed.
1: I don't know. I don't like shootouts to begin with. I, yes. I'm sure your guys' thoughts uh, are similar yeah. that
3: shootouts should just be gone and we should just do Abolish. three
1: on three till a goal is scored. I don't.
3: Three on really three know for 10 minutes people. and then a tie. Like Yeah. yeah. Like, Honestly, You yeah. do an extra point for, for that. You go three the, on three, then two on two. <laughs> no.
1: One on one, and then the
2: goalie
3: One v one. Yes. <laughs> the goalie Exactly. Like, you got like TD against like. Like Nathan McKinnon or something. Oh god. Just imagine setting one player out. It's like it's like when you used to play hockey and blow the whistle once and yeah. <laughs> it's just one it's, player from each side. It's so. not a face-off. You line
2: up on the goal line yeah. and they blow the whistle and you have to speak to the podcast <block> center.
1: <laughs> See, it sounds like such a stupid idea, but it also sounds a million times better than what we're doing right now.
0: Sounds entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. oh absolutely i don't know
1: yeah shootouts <laughs> suck they just kind of ruined the vibe at the end of the game to me
0: oh but,
3: it's a yeah. complete like to me they're like so melodramatic yeah. and like
1: i remember being very kind of skeptical about three on three overtime when it came in like it just seemed so weird and gimmicky but now seeing it for a couple years like that's what you want to see more of just the fast skill plays to end the games not one person gliding at a time down to the goalie
3: and it's so awesome that like one little mistake or like misstep all of a sudden it's like a three on two going the other way and, and, then, the other way, and, and then the other way no now
2: i just only thought of this now we mentioned a shot clock for the shootout imagine Don't a shot clock in idea. overtime because <laughs> so, okay there's a lot of in a way controversy with overtimes uh-huh. with Players, possession, you know, yeah. circling back mm. to center. You know, really. I mean, obviously, it's a big possession thing for overtime, and fair enough, it is. But imagine a shot
1: clock,
0: <laughs> thirty seconds. Basically, ring it. Basically, they should. I don't know about a shot clock, but they should just get rid of um the rules in overtime. <laughs> no, no, no offsides. Yeah. No icing. No, no offsides. No icings.
1: Just a free for all. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, yeah. No penalties. No, no penalties. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, or you know what I would do? I would do like, uh, just like the, the NHL games three on three. Every penalty is a penalty shot. <laughs> yeah. And Every penalty uh, is a shootout. <laughs> yeah, basically. Every want. penalty is a penalty shot, and then no offsides, no icings. And...
3: Or, or instead of a penalty shot, we do like, like a one-on-one idea where – all The players start on the blue line, but then the person oh, who has God. the penalty shot starts at center with the puck and they have to chase them down. Oh, the oh like an active, move. yeah, <laughs> like an so, active penalty shot, right? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. oh,
2: abs- well, yeah, I like that a lot. What I just thought of, and it's basically exactly what you just said, but okay, keep with the current format over time, then shoot out, but shoot out. You can't have the Kuznetsov slow approach. You have a player at the blue line <laughs>
3: chasing you down. So it so basically not only incorporates is coach, both of those. So not only is the coach picking the three players yeah. that have to shoot, he's picking the three players that have to chase down yeah. the three players that are shooting for the other He's picking the fastest player, and you can't choose him more
2: than once.
1: So you can't just do McDavid every time.
2: Yeah, you can't do McDavid more than once.
3: Oh, and he Ooh, can't, he can't do the shot if he does Yeah, it. exactly. Whoa. Whoa. He can Whoa. either do the do the chasing or do the shot. Yeah. Oh, I like this.
1: Someone from the league needs to call up Chel Stars to change their rules. <laughs> I think we have a lot better ideas.
3: Yeah, Gary,
0: give us a call. We're in the podcast one time. Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> While we're at it, can I, uh, <laughs> yes. can I talk about how terrible the coach's offside challenge is oh they need yeah. to get rid of, rid of that challenge it totally kills the vibe of the game and often they're they take away goals we want to talk about entertainment of the game they well, take away goals that shouldn't count they take away <laughs> goals that are about less than an inch offside now how often during a game does are those uh, offsides do they occur? Probably all the time, yet they're gonna go back on the camera and take a goal away because it was an inch offside, not changing the game at all If a ref can't call it in the moment, then it shouldn't be offside and I know Kate. you're just gonna say that one Duchesne goal yeah, Well, that one Duchesne goal ruined ruined it all. We don't need to <laughs> review tape to look at this Refs should be good enough to make that call, and that one—that was a brutal call that was made years ago, and it was one time. And refs <laughs> will make mistakes. Guess what? That happens in all sports. Okay, until refs become AI, that's what's going to happen. And uh, I don't want to see any more of these these stupid coaches' offside challenge. Like these happen all the time throughout the game. Yet they're going to call it. There's already parity with refs' calls. If you look at penalties. How many times is a penalty, oh, that could have been a call or not a call? Like, look at hockey. Already is, is yeah, with a sport game where game you, off, you make I playoffs feel. and then suddenly the refing changes. <laughs> Whatever sport does that, it's, oh, it's playoffs. Like we <laughs> let them play. Oh, it's overtime in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna we're gonna put our whistles away. Like yeah. it's already not standardized. So get rid of the offside coaches challenge it's slows the game down and is not needed it's still a great goal and being half an inch offside does not change anything give us back the goals it's more entertaining and more fun i totally agree
2: especially if that half inch offside call was uh two minutes ago mm-hmm. <laughs> they're in the yeah. zone and the other team could have easily defended and
3: maybe if it's off the rush like actually you know what i i'll disagree about most of that statement but i will agree that yeah. no, no no i'm Kyle's just saying here, everyone <laughs> and it it like i understand where you're coming from a thousand percent but i just don't like that feeling of like because because there's just so much cameras and there's so much like like being able to to challenge properly and make sure that the game is played by the rule of the law is is something i enjoyed (laughs) but i do agree that like a minute later after cycling the puck around that offside does not affect that goal at all there should be like 10 seconds after they cross the blue line where you're like oh yeah yeah we challenge like like we would challenge if there's a if there's a goal
1: yeah i like the idea of having like a time limit where it like caps out and you can't challenge the offside anymore
3: yeah like if the goal's scored within 10 seconds of them, or maybe even like 5 seconds of them crossing the blue line and the offside directly leads to that goal absolutely but if it's like 20 seconds of possession then it should it should nullify that so then the situations like the Duchesne situation you would still challenge it right away because you're like duh (laughs) 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 <laughs> but then other situations where it's like just a hair over and it doesn't affect the play at all, then, then those ones are kind of gone away. So I think if it directly leads to the goal, absolutely. But
0: So I'm kind of on the fence with that, I guess. I don't know. If it occur- if it occurs this much with when there's goals scored, then it's occurring all game and no one's realizing it. So are we going to standardize every single time there's an offside when players just get possession? Are we going to challenge icings if they were in an inch off center? Like, when does it end? We have two linesmen. Let them do their job. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You guys both make very good points. And I must say, I probably agree partially with both of you. Yeah. Yeah
0: but but who do you agree with more well yeah that's a good question (laughs)
2: let's ask the audience
1: let's ask the audience yeah that's true actually we'll put a poll out there should we get rid of the offside coach challenge i really like the idea of having a time limit like kyle said but i think anytime there's a play where you have to review it like for five minutes watching every possible slow motion angle that's just too much like if it's that close just let it go
3: (laughs) yeah that's for sure yeah the the Honestly, the
2: refs should only have should have a time limit to look at these no. two.
1: That's true. Yeah. Like,
2: because it really takes a yeah, the can't... game when they are viewing it for five minutes.
3: That's exactly it. If there's if there's twenty seconds between when the goal is scored when the pucks dropped again, the, like the refs should only have an extra twenty seconds to look at it. Okay, inconclusive. <laughs> yeah. Goal stands. Oh, it's egregious.
0: <laughs> Goals called back. <by>. That is <laughs> that. That's uh, I can, um, I can do that.
1: All right, nice. We're just gonna end that right there because we've reached common ground. <laughs> so let's try to get back on track. Uh, we only actually have one more team to cover. Um, Winnipeg. A uh, couple Oof. notable things about Winnipeg. Uh, they have another big injury, Vilarity with a sprained MCL out four to six weeks. It's a pretty big hole Brutal. for them. Um, but the big news out of Winnipeg the last couple days here was the attendance issues they were having. I believe at their home opener it was. Um, They had the lowest attendance since they returned to Winnipeg uh, with only 11,226 fans in attendance. Um, Pretty bad way to start the season. I know, in my view, it's kind of understandable because, I mean, life is so expensive now. People aren't really spending money on hockey tickets like they used to especially on a team that's not doing quite as good um i think if we look at teams like maybe vancouver but toronto specifically they're selling out a lot but if you look at their lower bowls it's all just like business people in suits doing deals so it doesn't really matter that they're selling more tickets they don't actually have that many more fans there that's kind of my opinion on this thing uh yeah max Corey, kyle
2: it's also a good chunk of like I feel like almost every team has this, but like business people who then give
3: away their tickets. Yeah. So that's all I got to add to that. I, um, Corey, do you want to go first? I'm going to be talking in (laughs) a minute. You, You, uh, brave Um... of you to think Corey won't talk for more than a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) well, so obviously Winnipeg's attendance is awful. Washington also just lost their sellout streak um, that had been going on since 2009. I I don't think this is a Winnipeg thing. It's three games into the season, like they're not as exciting as they were five years ago. But I think it's more of an economy thing. Uh, I think I mean Winnipeg as a whole is is. Or, sorry, Manitoba as a whole is is not in a good position economically, and I think that's reflected in, in the ticket sales. Um, and then Canada as a whole, like, I know I personally don't have extra money to go, um, like, do, like, NHL games or concerts or stuff like that. Um, I mean, I'm not working full-time, so that also affects it, but um, <laughs> on that student budget. But at the same time, like, 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 I remember Mikey a couple of years ago was going to Canucks games all the time, and he hasn't even talked about going to any Canucks games yet. And usually he's talking about that so much. Like, oh, I'm going to these games. Like, we just hung out with him a few weeks ago. So he didn't mention that at all. I don't know if you guys have plans to go to any Canucks games, but I think it's just like it's just like a feeling amongst everyone that um, you've got to save a bit more money than you're used to, right? So, yeah, I
1: totally yeah. agree. And, I mean, we've seen, like, ticket prices just have continued to go up even though teams haven't really gotten better or done anything to really deserve the ticket prices to go up. And then Mm -hmm. everybody's spending money has gone down. So it just kind of doesn't bode well for either sides. I think the NHL kind of has to reevaluate a little bit how they're pricing their tickets maybe. I know we saw Vancouver is trying to do like a cheap college night to attract people. (laughs) <laughs> more deals like that they need just this need to do more deals like that to get fans in the building first and then when they do better they can start up in their prices a little bit
3: yeah yeah exactly there's i mean it's so early in the season too like like sh- sure there's the excitement around the new season but it's just not the same as like making a playoff push or playoff hockey and and i think most people will look at that and say you know what like can I drop to a hot start? I'm gonna save my money and try to go to, go to playoff game. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: Corey. Yeah. Um, nothing on that issue. But what, what issue? But, then? Continue. <laughs> <clears throat> I just had a I just had a thought about Winnipeg, uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Um, the other day, just was pondering the um re-signing of Hellebuck and Shifley and how surprising it was and thinking back to when Paul Maurice left like in the midseason and I'm thinking maybe maybe Blake Wheeler was the root of all these problems and with him gone is is Shafley and Hellebuck see more of a future in Winnipeg or see a different direction Maybe, Mm. but I also think
3: they wouldn't have got that money anywhere else. I think that also (laughs) affects it.
2: Another thing to note is Wheeler did have his captaincy stripped before he even left the team. Oh, for sure.
3: Yeah, that was a huge red flag. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: (laughs) that adds adds to my thinking, right? And bonus calling out the team, like... uh, Including Wheeler, like it was, I don't know. But they got I, rid of uh, Dubois, who basically wanted out. Well, Dubois wanted out, like exactly, yeah. I'm still just very surprised that Hellbuck A- and Shafley resigned. I don't think the Dubois thing's too much to read into. I think he
3: was, he's was he been a princess since he got into the league. So.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the interview with him oh, where yeah. he says, quote, I only live once <laughs> yeah. about him requesting a trade twice.
3: Like, hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I only have one career. Yeah.
3: Okay. I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah. I
0: don't did you guys know. talk about Colorado at all? Sorry. To, oh, to, we did. To what do you guys say? Uh, they're nothing too special. Um yeah. could maybe make some noise this year, but probably not. Um and uh are windows closing.
3: <laughs> wow. Interesting. And prosvetov is an uh, elite emerging jelly. <laughs> oh I'm more yeah, I'm worried about our backup situation, I'm not gonna but, lie. But don't worry, I, I quoted you. <laughs> ross colton so good so good i love ross colton he's so good um jonathan brouan so mid so wow like he just like he was kind of working a little bit but he just kept on taking stupid penalties um miles wood was just crushing people um Thomas Tatar, I like his flexibility in the middle in the middle six. Ryan Johansson's kinda slow. Didn't realize that. But everything else is great.
1: Nice. Yeah, you're gonna have to Sorry, listen I to listen back to our Colorado discussion. Um because Corey did have a bunch of questions for you, but they're a little bit too long to repeat now.
3: Oh. Okay, sounds um, good. Our I'll, short I'll...
1: episode, as Corey said, is almost an hour and a half long
3: now. Oh my <laughs> I'll, uh, God. Damn. I'll write the questions down and, and, and bring them to next week's pod. Perfect. Great. That's exactly what you, we said you'd do. Oh <laughs> I didn't know I was that predictable. <laughs>
1: um, all right, well, that's all the teams we wanted to touch on here. Um, I just have... Two questions for you guys before we move on to our short trivia segment. Um so there's a few teams that are currently undefeated still to start the season and a couple teams who have yet to win a game. So we're going to start first. I want to know who you guys think will be the team to have the longest undefeated streak between Boston, Islanders, Vegas, Colorado. Who's going to get their first loss last? Vegas. Vegas. Kyle
3: i have to look at a schedule hold on yeah honestly i'm you trying to do prep that time. too all instincts um I, well i want to say colorado mm. say it okay the colorado <laughs> Didn't say it Ooh, <laughs> colorado's, colorado's facing carolina on saturday that'll be uh you're gonna brush over oh. Chicago tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> never no no chicago is a legitimate threat Seth Jones, all-star defenseman. Um, yeah. I think Vegas. Vegas plays Winnipeg and then Chicago. Okay,
1: Vegas voting against your Avalanche. Wow.
3: I am gonna. Hey, I gotta stay
2: humble. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, Colorado. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Colorado for Max and. How about yeah, these I'm- East
2: teams, guys? <laughs> I'm nah. not picking Boston or <laughs> the Islanders. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's gotta be Vegas for me too go to the safe. Wow. Route. All right, so this one, we only have two options. The team that will take the longest to get their first win. We have two winless teams still this season. They are San Jose and Seattle. <laughs> what do we think? Seattle. going to lose the longest, Seattle. Oh,
3: right. wow. Seattle. Um <laughs> San Jose. <laughs>
1: San Jose for Max. Yeah, I'm going to take San Jose, too, I think.
3: I'm going to take Seattle. Seattle. Awesome. Split vote.
1: All right. So these are now recorded and permanent, and we will see who is the most correct. Great. Whenever this may happen. I mean, we never know how long these tweets might last.
0: Kyle just copied my answers. Did I? (laughs) Yeah. Kyle just copied my answers.
3: I'm so sorry that you feel that way. (laughs) No, I copied him. I didn't agree with him. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, you can admit it.
1: (laughs) Max, we Um, have some special trivia today.
3: Oh can I do a quick trivia that I just made up? Oh gosh. Oh boy. How long is it? (laughs) It it's a quick one. Okay, I'll go ahead. I
1: feel like last time you said that it was like a half hour long. <laughs> yeah. is, is,
3: uh, it's going to be a quick episode. An hour and a half in. <laughs> All
1: right, let's hear it.
3: Is this former NHL player is being sued by the Royal Bank of Canada for nearly four thousand dollars plus interest for defaulting on his bank loan. What? what I feel no like idea. I heard this? But I don't. Is this
0: recent? <laughs> like, really recent? What? I need more. I need more. Uh, <laughs> if Vander s- Kane. S- no,
3: Retired. Like, <laughs> oh, recently this, retired. I didn't know. Not that really part. retired, but we'll get there. Um, this player signed a two-year deal with SK um, Saint Petersburg, a Russian oh. team. For <laughs> this Tannen, uh, for Tannen? <laughs> no, this KA Saint Petersburg in the this, Continental Hockey League. He signed uh, this off season. Who just moved there?
2: I almost said Jordy Ben, but he signed in no. like Sweden yep. <laughs> last week. Uh, who? I don't know. Galchenyuk. Yes, actually. Oh, <laughs> good one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh man, he's having a rough, rough year. He, he fled the
3: country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Okay. Sorry. Go for it. Oh no! Just, it's Max's turn. me. Oh, that was Max impressively went.
1: quick. Thanks.
3: <laughs> no, right. I, I. Oh, I meant go for it, like whoever has trivia? Go for it. I have the trivia, and so Oh, I you. thought it was. Okay. Look at Let's
2: the sp- spreadsheet, bud. <laughs> I. Yeah, I got you now. I got replaced by from the news. Get wrecked. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know how long necessarily this will be. It really depends on how you guys perform. Uh, I got a question. This is kind of mainly for Corey and Aaron, I guess. No, I'm not going to
1: help because I already looked at the list. Never mind. Um, I just want to preface this of how we came up with this idea for Corey. We're going to try out a bit of a new segment here where we try to stump you on trivia. (laughs) It's going to have to just be you versus you because none of us can compete with you. So Max has come up with what we hope is a challenging topic we don't
2: really have a good name for it like stump Corey, but like i also <laughs> thought of uh cory's corner <laughs> okay um i do have a question for kyle though oh. yeah you'll see you'll probably realize what it is pretty soon after okay. um but no this is just strictly for Corey here um you're gonna name me in reverse chronological order uh all of the Knuck head coaches oh start yes <clears throat> See how okay far you can go there is 21
0: Uh, i can probably get to i i can probably just get to the the millennium really that's the top okay. one but uh sure i can fire I away can no no uh okay i don't want to make a mistake <laughs> um <laughs> yeah all I'll, right i'll let you have like a strike or two <clears throat> Okay, well, we have Rick Tockett. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Boudreaux. Travis Green. Willie Desjardins. John yeah. Tortorella. Yep. Yeah. Elaine <laughs> Vigneault. There you go. Mark Crawford. Yeah. Uh, and now this i was getting pretty young here so this is where it gets a little little tricky um it's uh, mike Keenan yep okay uh, and then it I believe is um tom Rennie <laughs> yeah for one Kay. season yeah and then it's wow pat- <laughs> 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 and then it's pat Quinn yep for six games <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, it was because, okay, for six games, because it was, he was with the team, but then he had another yeah. coach in there. It was, uh, um, that's tough. Is it, is his name Rick? It is Rick. Rick Vay, is that it? You're really close. Lay. Rick Lay. Okay. Yep. Rick Lay. And then it's Quint, Pat Quint again. <laughs> yep. And before that, I mean, phew, I wasn't even born. This is getting pretty tough. Um, <laughs> um I, I mean, I don't know who. If they were only a coach for a couple of years, that's that's pretty tough on me. But I know um, Harry Neal is is in there. Yeah, he's not next, but he is in there. Yeah. And uh, I think that's I think that's all I got for you. All right.
2: Did really well though. Uh, next up would have been Bob Mc McCammon. Okay. Uh, then Tom Watt. Watt. What? What? <laughs> yeah, literally. No, what? <laughs> Tom Watt. W a t t. Lots of watts. <laughs> um, Harry Harry Neal, Bill Laforge. Uh. Uh, Harry Neal. Bill. Again.
3: <laughs>
2: Roger uh, Nielsen. Oh, Roger Nielsen, of, Classic, yeah. of course. Uh, Harry Neal again. Jeez, this guy was all over the place. Uh, and then, uh, oh boy, uh, Orland Kirtenbach. Kirtenbach. Okay, yep, there you go.
0: I thought he might have been a coach at some point. That's right. He, he was did
2: for one season in the seventies, okay. late seventies. Got it. And Then you got Phil M- Maloney.
0: <laughs> Maloney.
2: Uh, you got Bill McCre- McCreary. Uh, oh boy, this relax. one's up. This, uh, Vic Stasiuk.
0: <laughs> and, uh,
2: Hal <laughs> L- Lassu. L- Lass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> huh. Well, you stumped me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got half. That That's
1: pretty solid.
2: These aren't really supposed to be questions you... That's a win, right? (laughs) I got the modern era, I guess. You got into before you were born, so
3: Mm. it's
2: pretty good. Cool. So, yeah, that is a segment we will have regularly, I would say, for Corey.
0: Nice, Um, I like it.
2: Because he's here, we're going to now quiz Kyle.
0: is it the same thing
2: with Colorado? (laughs) It is the exact same thing with Colorado.
1: (laughs) Good luck following that. So,
2: to be clear, though, oh, goodness you Christ. only have seven oh. to name. Yeah. Oh, man. What? So you have a lot less than Corey.
3: Good luck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, Bednar's most recent Wah. before that. Yep. Um. Before that would have been... joe sacco yep okay before that would have been oh Ooh. hold on i think it's quenville no there is one in between quenville one in between would... yeah sacco and quenville joel quenville joel quenville yeah. yeah wow um oh man was it just a season he played one
2: season yeah, season. in between Quinville and Sacco, and then he was also before Quinville.
1: Sorry, he didn't play one. Season.
2: Sorry,
3: okay, Coat for one season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's also before. <laughs> he oh man, what multiple duties? <laughs> Holy, um, you might kick yourself for this one. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to kick myself for this one. Crawford was there at a certain point in time. That was He before. was the first one. Yeah. i so um, missing two names. I'm missing two names. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Racking my
0: brain, trying to um, think of. I'm trying to think too.
3: So yeah. you got the
2: 2008-09 season, and then he also yeah. was the 02-04 season. 02-04 season.
3: Oh my. Goodness gracious. on um and oh two to four.
0: is this is this one coach or two coaches? It's one coach. One coach. Oh.
3: oh my goodness gracious. I will kick myself for this. I know that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um who would have came back to Coach Colorado? That's exactly it, right? It's like
1: Can you give him a hint?
3: Uh, oh god.
1: Initials or... Are...
3: Or what other teams he coached for yeah. in that time. Uh, let me pull it up. This is challenging. Wow, this is... Um...
2: He... Uh... He also... He was an assistant with he didn't do a lot of head coaches after that, but he was an assistant with Colorado for a little bit, and then Pittsburgh and Detroit assistant.
3: Pittsburgh and Detroit assistant and he was,
2: coach. He played seven hundred and seventy-four games in the NHL. Wow. He had almost fifteen hundred penalty minutes.
0: Fifteen
2: hundred penalty minutes. Uh, I'll just help. Initials are T G. TG
3: Over. TG I, I, I will pick myself up, I just don't know Do you need me to just tell you? <laughs> What's the first name? It's Tony Oh, Granado Yep Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Oh, I totally... Yeah, uh, yeah no, I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> um, And
2: then one more after Crawford. One, one more, yep. And he won
3: you the two thousand. Oh, Hartley. Cup. It is, yeah. Nice. Bob Hartley.
1: That's pretty good. Six out of seven.
3: Good, I mean... Not in order. That's, that was like three, yeah, three out of seven. All over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tony Granada, though, that doesn't
1: end <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, nice short episode we had here. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed sticking with all of our way too early, way too dramatic predictions. Um, as always, if we <laughs> predicted something you do not like about your team, please let us know. And if we didn't talk about your team, please also let us know so we can touch on them. Check out our TikTok and our Instagram. They're pretty great now, I would say. Um, Other than that, we'll see you guys all next week.